Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Morning Fog with Dr. Mark and Liz. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Mark. How are you today? I'm spectacular today. How are you? I love it. I'm spectacular as well. I'm sitting in my office drinking a delicious cup of coffee surrounded by my two dogs. And I'm really looking forward to this conversation with you. And I am also, you know, I love the fact you brought up your two dogs, Bo and Luna, because they are just absolutely wonderful. And they not only are energetic, but they raised our level of energy. And that's probably a good place to start our discussion. The fact that we're going to spend a little time today talking about the human levels of energy and why they're so important. And we should probably take just a brief pause to let people know that we're not talking about being energetic. We're not talking about having energy running around, you know, uh, being Tigger, you know, always on the go. That's good. And that is energetic, but that's not the sort of spectrum of human energy that we're talking about. No, what we're talking about is almost more of a, it's an inner energy. It's how we show up in life. And I hope that as we're talking about it, people can sort of understand and maybe think about people that they know who show up with different types of energy. You know, there are those who just make you feel good. Those who have that super positive, they walk in a room, you can't wait to talk to them. They just have a glow about them. And then there are sort of the Eeyores of the world. And if anybody knows Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore walks around with a constant cloud over his head. And he lives the, why is everything happening to me? Exactly. You know, I mean, basically what the energy is that we're talking about is it's a way to understand your current state of consciousness in the world. And we'll go into that a little bit more, but on a, on a really high level, we're talking about energy that is either catabolic or destructive and breaks things down, including ourselves or anabolic and builds things up, strengthens them, nurtures them. And that includes ourselves and those around us. So we all have this spectrum that is catabolic to anabolic, and they all have a reason. The question is, instead of just being someplace, deciding where to be. So I guess in order to do that, we should start with how do people show up in different places along this continuum of of human energy list. Well, and it's also not just how do people show up on a daily basis, but it also, our energy is impacted by how we show up under stress as well. And we all navigate stress in lives. We can't, you know, we, we stress happens, stuff happens, life happens. And how we choose to react to it with our energy is really important to understand because what we are hoping with this discussion is to get people to have some awareness not just around how they're showing up on a daily basis, but also how do you show up under stress? And if you could shift your energy just ever so slightly, would your stressful situation be managed or navigated um, maybe faster, maybe more productively, maybe with a little bit more of a outcome on it rather than wallowing in this just stressful negative space? Exactly. And, you know, our one of our maxims, I guess, is, to transform obstacles into opportunities. And how do you see opportunities? You have to have a higher level of energy. So as you were mentioning, you know, the, the most 
catabolic or destructive is that woe is me, the Eeyore, the I'm a victim of life. Life happens to me. I don't have a control over it. I'm, I'm simply at its whim and it hurts me. And that really puts you from the very start in a place that you really can't win. No. And the thing is, and, and we work with a lot of people who come to us at that level. And what we realize is when a person is at that level, what's really happening? And we've talked about this before, but we'll talk about it right now. There's a lot of head trash going on. There's a lot of limiting beliefs. Why do people get stuck in life? Because they're telling themselves that they're stuck and they're looking outward at the world and all the circumstances and deflecting rather than turning inward to say, what can I do to get out of this? What What's within me to yeah. rise up out of this negative space? And we all have it within us. If there's anybody listening right now who is feeling like they're in that woe always me, you've got the Eeyore cloud. There's just, everything just keeps happening. Just bang, boom, you know, always something's going on. You have it within yourself. If you stop looking outward and you start looking inward, everything you need is within you now to shift out of that. Exactly. You know, and, and people do start to shift because no one really likes to feel that way. Although we all know someone who is spending a lot of time Mm-hmm. That woe is me. I'm the victim of life. But people do want to shift. They don't like to be there typically. And they, they go to a place of, you know, I just need to fight and scrape for everything. Life doesn't come easy. I'm going to fight for it. I'm going to scrape for it. I'm going to get what I can only through just the most incredible, you know, scrapple you know, this, this need to, to just uh, sort of go fisticuffs with life, not with other people, but with life. And I need to, I need just to scrape and, and, and work myself to the bone in order to, to get by. And again, that is a, still a very destructive level of energy. That's still, you're still catabolic. You're a little bit out of victim because you have a little bit more energy in you to, to fight as you're saying, but you're still in this destructive space that isn't serving you. So what, is it that you could do to get out of that? I've got to fight for my, I got to fight for everything. The next step would be to get to a place more of sort of a tolerance. Okay. This is my space. This is what I'm, this is what I'm living with. I have to tolerate it. It's, it's what's going on for me, which is still, it's still catabolic, but has a little bit of anabolic energy, just a smidgen of anabolic energy in there because you're not as angry anymore. You're a little bit more accepting of your situation. You're still looking outward and not looking inward. You're still looking at the outside world to change instead of you. And again, everything you need is within you now. So you have the energy, you have the ability to shift your energy to, to the next space, which would really be more of a connecting with others, more of a caregiver type position, more of a I want to take care of you instead of just tolerating. I, I feel that I'm, I'm happy to work with you. You know, it's, it's really interesting before we move up to that space we're just about to enter is just to make a footnote here that the vast majority of us, we live somewhere between I've got to work hard and scrape and get by to I'm going to tolerate what I have. Most people, the vast majority of people, when we do an assessment and look 
and this is a validated assessment tool that's been out for, for years. The fact is, is that they live in that space of needing to scrape for everything they have and tolerate what we've got rather than being able to step themselves up a little bit to a more anabolic place and really have the ability to shift their life and to move it into a very different place as far as their level of consciousness, as far as their behaviors and their emotions, et cetera. Well, I love what you're saying because what, what we, what most of us don't realize is that we don't know what our purpose is in life. There's 75% of people walking the earth that don't know what their purpose is. And when you're living in that level of tolerance and that level of anger and woe always me, you're living in a sort of get, get through the day type of level of energy. Mm. You're not living in a space of fulfillment. And, you know, I mean, we can't say this enough. You get one shot here. We don't know what happens after we're gone, but this is the shot that we know. And is that really the space that you want to live in? Yeah. So how do we start to look at how to see what could be ahead of us? If most of us in the United States are sitting here and, and in that space of, I've got to work hard and scrape and hopefully just get by to shifting ourselves up. So what, what is that next area that we can walk into on that continuum of of human energy Liz. Well, the next thing is like what I was saying is you sort of get to a more, a role where it's, you know, I want it to be sort of more of a win-win. I want to take care of people, but I also want to feel like I'm happy too. And that's definitely more of a, an anabolic place to be. That's a space where you start to really think about others and you're not just focused on yourself. And once, honestly, once you start to think about others and you take the focus off of yourself, that's really starting to grow towards your true authentic self, where you're starting to realize you're not alone in this space, that you have support of others and that you have an opportunity and an ability to support others as well. So that's, that's the beginning of real growth. That's the beginning of real anabolic energy. 100%. Once you are there, you can move yourself up to a place of really seeing opportunity in Every obstacle, there is opportunity. You know, there's a an old statement from the from the Stoics that the obstacle is the way, and the reason the obstacle is the way is because the obstacle gives us the ability to grow, and therefore we can grow into that person who can handle the opportunity that lies within and just past that obstacle, and that opportunity is greater than we think we we have the uh, the story we like to uh, relate back to which is that when life gives you lemons you make lemonade well that is true but is that the only opportunity well if we took all those lemons and we zested the peels and sold the zest and we got all the juice out for lemonade made the lemonade and we crushed all the peels that were left for all the oils and essences and sold those for cleaners or scents. And then we went ahead and we took all the seeds that we had saved and planted them. And we took what was left and composted. We'd have an ever growing larger and larger 
orchard of lemon trees and multiple products to sell and multiple ways to help others for things that they wanted. So the lemons into lemonade is just the very beginning. And that is where we start to see, again, the ability of these levels of energy, this continuum of life's energy to determine the way we think, the way we feel, and our behaviors, and therefore our ultimate success in life. And when we accept the obstacles as a way to grow, rather than look at the obstacles as a way to limit us, that's a mindset. So that's, that's energy. I mean, that energy is a mindset. You could choose to be in that low level of energy, or you can choose to say, wait a minute, why is this happening for me? What am I learning here? What, what can I do to overcome this hurdle to end up in a much better place? And the much better place is the next place to be, which is intuition. And we live today, we live not in a five sensory world. We live in a multi-sensory world because we have the ability to, to use our intuition, which is in a sense, like a sixth sense. And a lot of us don't use it enough. We don't trust it enough, but it is the thing that has made people who have uh, creators, creators, Steve Jobs, Disney, people who have been the Wright brothers, they used not just the five senses, they used intuition. They went beyond the opportunity. They went to the next level. Like, what do I, what do I feel I can really bring to this? And intuition is wisdom. It's that it's tapping into our inner wisdom, which we all have. We just often don't trust it enough, but it's there. And when we use it, it's amazing what, what can come of it, whether it's emotionally, behaviorally, spiritually, it really is a sixth sense and we need to start to use it more and to trust it more. Oh, 100%. And we have to be able to tap into that intuition. And we also have to be able to not only trust our intuition, <clears throat> but to know when our intuition is being clouded by personal beliefs, by limiting beliefs, by things that we have been told. So... <clears throat> It's not just the ability to tap into intuition, but the ability to really be able to use that intuition in a positive, anabolic building way in our lives and for those around us. And when we really tap into our intuition, that's where we get to really challenge the two things in life that one is catabolic and one is anabolic. If we're not tapping into our intuition, if we're allowing our head trash to control us, if we are limiting our movement forward, why is that happening? It's because of fear. Mm. Fear is the biggest block that we all, it's, it's like a boulder that we tie around our waist and we drag it through life. When we realize that we don't want to carry it anymore and we want to go, we want to make the, the we want to not just grow the lemon trees, but have the zest and do all the things that you talked about. We have to cut that chain and we have to be driven towards what is the most important thing to every human being and it's, it's, we want to be loved. We want to know that we matter and using our intuition and, and connecting with something bigger than ourselves, realizing that we are part of something so much bigger than just our little ego walking this planet. 100%. And by the way, I love that you just brought up ego because when we're in those very sort of lower levels of that spectrum of that continuum, 
when we're in a more catabolic place, we are ego driven. We are focused on a material pursuit. Mm -hmm. And as we move up further and further, and we become more focused on our higher state of being, our higher consciousness, what we find is that we're more self-aware, mm -hmm. we're growing ourselves, and we find that we are more outward looking while we're inward growing. So we connect with others. <clears throat> and, you know, this is a part of a spectrum that really has, again, there's, there's no limitation to it. But in the very early parts of that, we start to think about those who are truly connected at a higher level with, without putting any just connotation on it. John Paul II, everyone realized that there was just something special about him. Mother Teresa, Nelson Mandela, mm -hmm. the Dalai Lama, the Buddha, all of these individuals had something very special that they were of such a, a high level of energy. Their inner growth and self-awareness was very, very strong and high. And because of that, they were focused not just inward on themselves, but they could connect with others outward. And what is that quote that uh, you have in, in one of your offices? It's, it's from Thich Nhat Hanh. It's, we must go in to, to go, go out. out. And what does that mean? It means you have to go, you have to trust yourself. The world around you isn't what your eyes see is, is, is your perception. It's, that's just what you see. The, when you trust yourself inwardly, and you trust your energy and you turn your energy towards a positive mindset and you move away from ego. And like you said, those materialistic things, why don't I have this? Why does he have that? Why does she have that? I want that. Why don't I have it? Instead of focusing on that, focusing on that you're part of something bigger and that this is part of your journey. You know, energy is involved in your journey. We're all on a journey to fulfillment. We all want to be fulfilled. We all want to feel like we have a purpose here. And when you start to look inward to then look outward, you put yourself on that path. You put yourself on the path to be the 25% who are, who know their purpose rather than the 75% who don't. And it involves energy. It, it, it does. And, you know, when, when we start talking about having purpose, we all want to believe we have purpose. Well, the fact is we all do have a purpose. We were put here by our creator for a purpose. We do have a purpose. And most of us are not going to be in a place that we have someone coming down with stone tablets and handing them to us to tell us our purpose. So how do we find the purpose? We find that by going inward, by looking at ourselves, by finding what makes us happy, what brings joy, what brings contentment where we find that we're doing something that serves us and serves others. And the way you find that is by being on a higher part of this energy continuum, <clears throat> by moving up into a place you can see opportunities instead of just obstacles, where you can, where you can be in touch with your intuition and listen and learn from yourself, and that you start to connect with others at a different level. And the way to finally meet that highest level is to find our meaning, our purpose. And that's by finding our passions and the passions. And, inside. 
and realizing that you have the power to do that. So if there's anything that we hope you got from this podcast is that realizing that everything you need is within you now, you have the power to shift your energy. You have the power to, to show up better for yourself in life. And, and if you need help with that and you don't know how to do it, reach out to us. We're more than happy to do it. This is what we love to do. We love to shift people. That's, that's why we're here. Absolutely true. And there is nothing more incredible than watching a person truly blossom into every bit of their potential and bring their meaning, their passion, their purpose to not only their own life, but to serve others and watching them do that and know that we could be a small part of that journey is just probably one of the best things in the world. Sure is. All right. Until next time. Have a great day, Liz. All right. Bye, Mark. Bye-bye.